0: dollars to the IRS how will that impact your self-directed IRA hey everyone Adam Bergman here tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial on today's Adam talks looks like the IRS is going to get a bundle more money and seeking to hire tens of thousands of new IRS agents should we all be worried hmm. and how will it potentially impact your IRA. So here we go. <laughs> the Inflation Reduction Act, which was just passed by the Senate, Democrats, essentially because no Republicans voted for it, um, just last week. And there's a lot of provisions in this uh, bill including climate, health, and tax related provisions. But the one specific provision I wanted to talk about today, is the $80 billion that will be going to our favorite organization, the Internal Revenue Service. Just to be clear, there are no other self-directed IRA or 401k related provisions in this bill. Yes, back in September of 2021, there was a period where there were some pretty nasty provisions in there that could and would have limited the um, powerful impact of self-directed retirement accounts. But thankfully, those provisions were removed quite quickly and they are nowhere to be found in the Inflation Reduction Act. But $80 billion <laughs> are going to the IRS and th- this bill passed the Senate, it's gonna pass the House and Biden will sign it in the next couple of months. So that is guaranteed. Um, Senator Cinema of Arizona, Uh, She pushed back on the carry interest. It was very, very close for uh private equity, hedge fund, venture capital managers that they potentially could have seen their very powerful and rewarding uh carry interest that is currently taxed as a capital gain, have the holding period, which is currently three years, be moved to five years, which which would have curtailed a lot of the benefits of the carried interest. That was kicked out thanks to Senator Cinema. Um, and basically as a concession, this is where we stand now. But the Democrats were fine sending $80 billion to the Internal Revenue Service. And again, the idea is that listen, facts are the facts. Um, the government feels that they could bring in more revenue if they examine more people's tax returns. And honestly, the IRS is in bad shape. Okay. They feel that for every dollar they spend, they can bring in ten dollars of revenue. So if you're a business person, Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. If you're a Democrat and you want to raise money for all your other programs, taking that formula into account, you can see why they allocated $80 billion to the IRS. And we'll see how much is going to enforcement. But the idea is that, hey, every dollar we spend, we're going to bring in at least 10 bucks in revenue. That helps pay, at least on paper. We'll see what happens in reality. But on paper, it helps to pay for a lot of programs without you know, increasing um, taxes and increasing uh, the deficit. So, where does the IRS stand today? So, more than half of the IRS's audits in 21 were directed at taxpayers with income less than 75,000 bucks. Yeah, they're not going after the Peter Thiels or the Warren Buffetts or the Jeff Bezos. They're going after little guys, people that make less than 75,000. More than four in ten of of its audits. So, 40% of its audits, more than 40 percent of IRS audits target recipients of the earned income tax credit, which basically goes to low income people. And that's one of the country's main anti-poverty measures. So they're going after low hanging fruit. They're going after people that make less than 75 grand and make sure they're properly reporting their earned income credit. Okay. So sounds kind of backwards, right? But why are you going after people that make the least amount of money Is Think about it. If you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of money to hire lawyers, accountants, and you tend to cave and concede when the IRS sends you a nasty letter. And that's kind of their point. That's why their formula and their calculation is the way it is. $1 spent, $10 received, because most people that make under 75 k don't have the capacity to hire attorneys and accountants to fight the IRS. So they just concede and send the IRS a check. The Democrats are saying, hey, over the years, Republicans have starved the IRS of resources. And, you know, honestly, whether it's attrition or some other reason, the IRS is in bad shape. Okay. So some of the computers they're using dates back to the 1960s. And they've already told policymakers that some of these programs are so old that college computer science courses don't even teach them anymore. The IRS has 60 discrete case management systems that do not communicate with one another. So their technology is um, antiquated to say the least. Okay, its staffing levels, this is interesting, has dropped by 17% since 2010, including a 30% decline in enforcement employees because its budget has flatlined. Now, yeah, that's one of the reasons. Also there's attrition um, and they're just not, getting enough people, um, enough talented people. So adjusted for inflation, its annual appropriation from Congress is down 12% over the same span at 12.6 billion this year, okay? Full-time employees, 2010, 94,000. 2022, 78,600, right? So the IRS is swimming upstream. They got a big battle and they do need money, okay? The question is how much money do they need and what are they gonna do with the money? So President Biden's agenda is 79.6 billion to the IRS over the next 10 years. So it's not all coming tomorrow. Okay, it's going to come over the next 10 years. More than half of the money is going to enforcement. Okay, not all of it's going to get agents on the street going after our tax returns, but around 50 to 60% will be going to enforcement. And the IRS is aiming, they're not they're not guaranteeing, but they're aiming they're gonna collect more from corporate and high net worth tax dodgers and not people that make less than 75,000 that are using the earned income tax credit, okay? The remaining part of the funding is gonna be going to operations, taxpayer services, technology, which they need and direct free e-file systems. Um, They believe those improvements are projecting to bring in $203 billion over the next 10 years. So that's the revenue projection. A lot of that money comes from enforcement, okay? That's what they believe. Um, Just to give you some numbers by year, I pulled this directly from the Congressional Budget Office. So they feel in 23, um, they're going to be up. um, If you look at their impact, so about 2.9 billion, 23 24 7 billion 13 billion and 25 19 billion and 26 24 billion and 27 29 billion and 28 and in 31 they're gonna generate over 35 billion dollars in um, additional revenues from their audits and and uh, if you look at 22 to 20 to 30, 22 to 26 that's 43 um, so they say about 203 billion. Uh, they're going to generate uh, through these programs. So we'll see, this is all paper, right? Uh, There's no guarantee, but this is um, what they expect. And this is what they're using as a budget number to carve the way for some of their other programs. So um, let's look at what they're doing now. Now their audit rates have dropped, right? Why they have less people. They went from 90,000 to 76,000. Most of the declines are amongst the wealthy why wealthy people have more money to fight the IRS and they don't just um, fall on the sword and give in. The audit rate for Americans making 5 million or more have dropped to about 2% in 2019 compared to 16% in 2010. Okay, The agency said it's working to improve these numbers. So the Inflation Reduction Act, this is what it's attempting to stop. right? It's attempting to give the IRS more money to go after more high net worth individuals, not just individuals making less than $75,000, but to go after the big old rich people that are um, potentially um, cheating. At least they feel that there's $203 billion of cheating going on, at least that they'll find. Who knows? Um, That's at least what they think. So what does the IRS commissioner say? Well, of course, he's in favor of this. Who wouldn't be, right? (laughs) If someone's going to hand you a check for $80 billion over the next 10 years, you're going to smile and say, thank you very much. And you're going to say, yes, we need the money. They, he says the increase in audits will not go to people making less than 400000 Now, he can guarantee it, and I'll get to what the language actually says in the act, which is interesting. So the commissioner, Charles Reddick, he wrote to the lawmakers last week, and he said, the agency was committed to upping enforcement in areas of challenge, and that's large corporate and global high net worth taxpayers. He added, these resources are absolutely not about increasing audit scrutiny on small businesses or middle-income Americans, right? It's got to toe the lines. Hey, all this money, give it to me. We're going to go after those mean rich people that are cheating, not the little guy like we're doing now. Um, And he said, the resources and the reconciliation package will get us back to historical norms and areas of challenge to the agency, large corporate and global high net worth taxpayers. Okay, here's some numbers to chew on before I go and get into the impact on self-directed retirement accounts. So again, it's $80 billion. Okay, the annual budget of the IRS is only about 12.6 billion today. (laughs) Think about that. So nearly six times the annual budget of the IRS. Now, yes, the 80 billion is going to come over 10 years, but it's still a big number. Of this, 45.6 billion is going for enforcement, right? Over a little over 50 percent, 57 percent to be exact. And almost 60 percent of the 80 billion is for enforcement. So 57 to 60 percent are going to enforcement. Some estimates that 46 billion for an army of auditors, and this is coming from Mike Crapo, Crapo of uh, Idaho, is Republican. So this is definitely partisan. But this is what he's saying. Uh, he says 46 billion for an army of auditors allow the IRS to hire as many as 87,000 new agents. This would make the IRS one of the largest federal agencies, larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. So the IRS will have more employees than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Patrol combined. Wow, <laughs> that's scary, okay? So And he also said multiple studies show that in order to raise the money that they're requiring to be raised on this bill, around $200 billion or more tax revenue from Americans uh, is going to have to come from auditing, okay? So they have no choice. That's how they're going to raise the money. And uh, Mike uh, Crapo is a ranking member of the Senate Finance Committee, okay? So. This is what the bill actually says. It says nothing in this bill is intended. And that's the keyword. Nothing in this bill is intended to increase taxes on those making less than 400K. It doesn't say nothing in this bill will increase taxes on those making less. It says intended. What is the word intended? Well, it's obviously you a know, pretty generic word. So, hey, our intent is to only go after the rich people. Why is that $400,000 number so relevant? It's a number used by President Biden in most of his legislation and public rhetoric on um, taxes that, hey, this is only going after rich folks, not people that make less than 400K. And here the bill says nothing in this bill is intended. So, hey, whatever happens, happens, but it's not our intention to go after little guys, even though they're going after little guys right now, because they're going after a little hanging fruit based off the earned income credit. So what does all this mean for IRAs? Well, IRAs don't have their own audit department. Will they? Probably not. There's approximately 12 to $13 trillion in IRAs, you know, 60 million or so IRAs, 93 to 97% are involved in traditional investments like stocks. So there's not a lot of abuse. Even the three to 7% involved in alternative assets you know, what percentage of those are, are up to no good? Listen, I've been doing this business, been in the industry 12 years, 23,000 clients. I'm telling you, obviously, I haven't spoke to each one, but people that want to get access to their retirement funds are not looking to cheat. They're not looking to take the money and just spend it. They're looking to invest and grow. So I bet, and I bet a good chunk of change that the IRS audited all 23,000 of my clients they probably would find a handful that mistakenly did some something not good, right? They wouldn't find 10,000 people. So there's a reason that IRAs are not audited and there's no statistics for IRA audits. There are statistics for 401k audits, not IRA audits. Why? Because the IRAs don't have their own audit division. IRAs are generally audited under the small business, self-employed, the SBSE division. And generally that falls under, hey, I'm looking at your tax return, you're over 72, you had to take RMDs. Hey, what do you invest in? Just want to confirm that you're actually using the proper valuation for your requirement and distribution number. That's generally how the audits fall. It's very rare that they just kind of pick your name out of a hat and say, hey, Joe, hey, Jane, um, did you buy, would you buy with your IRA? Let me check it out. Very rare. I've been through a few audits and all of them have been triggered by simple valuation questions from IRS agents. For taxpayers over the age of 72. Now, if you have a Roth and you're over 72, probably less likely because there's no tax benefit for the IRS. Now, on top of that, let's think about what's going on here. The IRS wants to raise money, right? They said they're going to raise over $200 billion with the enforcement. They're going to go after people, companies with large amounts, right? IRAs, tough. Why? Because a lot of gray areas in IRAs, right? If you invest in a private placement, maybe you're a board director of the company or you own 30%, is it worth the IRS and their lawyers spending months if not years targeting a taxpayer who invested $130,000 into a small business where they own 30% and maybe the IRS argue it's self-dealing, conflict of interest, the taxpayer says no, I own less than 50%, the value is right, statute says it's not prohibited. Those facts and circumstances Cases are long and hard, and there's no guarantee in winning. The IRS doesn't like to lose. Just like state prosecutors, federal prosecutors, they want to win. So they're going to go after cases they know they can win, slam dunk cases. Or they're going to go after large Fortune 500 multinational companies that have a huge budget and will cave and and at least pay something. So the easy money is people that make less than 75K because they don't have the ability to fight or really, really large corporations who uh, will generally um, fight a little bit, but has the money to settle and just write the ch- IRS a check. The gray area stuff, which involve a lot of IRS, IRA prohibited transaction stuff, it's very rare that you have a client that just takes his IRA and puts in his pocket or buys himself a watch and just it's on his wrist or invests in uh, her kid's business, right? Most of the private transaction stuff, and you've seen it in case law, is facts and circumstances based. That stuff takes time and money. And if you look at a lot of the tax court cases, they're are two, three, four year period cases. They're not, hey, we ought, we ought to do in 2021, the case um, is settled or the case is ruled on in 2022. It's usually a three, four year period. And if they need to raise 203 billion, um, at least that's what they're telling the budget committee, then uh, budget office, then they're going to go after sure things. And IRAs, especially in the prohibited transaction context, are very hard to contest, especially if there are facts and circumstances related, which most of the potential prohibited transaction gray area type uh, scenarios uh, can be found. So what's the impact? Well, no, there will be additional audits on IRAs. I I can't say when you, you get 80 billion over the next 10 years, that some of those 40,000, 50,000 extra agents are not going to trip over someone's tax return and ask questions on their IRA. It's just the facts, okay? But do I think IRAs and self directed IRAs to be a hot audit area? No, because facts are, they don't even have their own division, okay? So they'd have to involve the Department of Labor, potentially the the IRS who enforces primitive transactions. The DOL has authority over what's a primitive transaction. So you got multi-agency issues and you also have um, potential for long drawn out um, cases, which um, don't prove very um, you know, economical to the IRS. Again, they wanna stick to their proposition that it's every dollar invested is $10 in revenue. And if they have to sit in court arguing 49.75 C and self-dealing and conflict of interest, and gray area details with um, attorneys, um, those types of cases aren't slam dunks and they're generally not going to pursue them. It's one of the reasons you don't see a lot of self-directed IRA prohibited transaction cases. No audit division and IRS generally looks at them and if it's not a slam dunk, they're not going to um, fight them. So lots of money coming to the IRS. It will impact all of us, whether you make 50 grand or 50 million, um, there's going to be tens of thousands of more agents and we're all going to figure out somehow come into their crosshairs it's just the way it is they need to raise money that's going to be their focus that is going to be their um you know main target is raising money and whether they're doing it for folks that make less than 75k big multinationals um or you know folks that make over 400k they're coming for us all of us and just the way it is now Some people say, well, if you just follow your taxes and do everything the way you should, then it doesn't matter. Well, it's not the case. Trust me. I'm a tax lawyer. I have a master's in tax law. A deduction that you think is legit, an agent can look at it and say, well, maybe it's not. Even if you've properly accounted for all your business deductions, all your entertainment over the last year. Now, imagine you get audited and you have to come through and go through your Amex bill and show and prove that. That dinner you took on Thursday night in your local restaurant was not with your spouse and and with a client. It's a pain. They can go after and they can find something if they want it. Okay. Whether you're using your freaking flyer miles from your business for personal use, trust me, they spend enough time, they're going to find something. That's just the way it is. The, The issue is is it worth their time to spend on your tax return? That's why they're going after the earned income credit stuff. It's quick and easy. Taxpayers just fall over and pay up. Larger taxpayers fight, um, and the big, big ones will just generally settle because they have enough money to settle. Um, so I don't think self-record IRAs will be a target, but I do think with more agents out there looking for more money, it's just natural that more IRAs will co- be caught in their nets and uh, will, will become part of a an audit in a, in a way higher percentage than they are today just the way it is right more money more numbers more people um more eyeballs on returns and more um you know interest and in, in and and uh, ability to to capture more revenue it's just the way it's going to be so this is happening um, not much we can do about it um, yes, listen the IRS does need help um, do they need forty thousand more agents oh, I don't think so the, their technology needs an upgrade. they need more money. yes, they should have more agents they shouldn't have less agents than they did you know ten years ago so um, I'm all for people paying what they owe in taxes. I'm not in favor of tax dodgers, but uh, I'm just telling you if you let me. Review and spend time on anyone's tax return, no matter they got the best account in the world to do it, you can always find something wrong with it. Okay. It's just the way it is. Um, so that's my concern. The more agents out there that are harassing us, uh, eventually, you know, everyone has a price and just settles or folds because it just gets out of hand. So um, that's kind of what's going to happen. And it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. Um, it's just they're going to be going after just more people, whether you make a little or a lot. Um, not necessarily in your IRA, but all of us are going to be dealing with more IRS uh, communications and and probably audits for the foreseeable future, at least probably for the next 10 years. So that's it. Hope uh, this podcast um, didn't just ruin your day. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, It'll be okay. Um, Use a good accountant, do the right thing. um, And um, don't, you know, don't fight if you don't have a good foundation to stand on um settle up and move on but uh iras again just remember if you're a client of ira financial and you have questions just contact us we'll help you go through and navigate the situation we help our clients with audits uh, we're not going to defend you in court but we will help you if you god forbid do get audit in terms of document um presentation and and at least coming up with um, strategies and, and potential solutions for the inquiries. Now, if you are about to do a transaction or investment and, and want help understanding prohibited transaction rules, contact us, that's what we're here for. We have a great compliance team, great, great customer service team, and we will do our best to help you navigate the rules and uh, help you understand um, all the IRS prohibited transactions and unrelated business taxable income questions. So. Uh, with that, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, much appreciated. Great, great day, and hope you're enjoying your summer. Take care, and talk to everyone again next week. Be well.